1: adventure.
0: Do you crave hilarious and perilous tabletop campaigns? Don't bother rolling perception, pal. We've got you covered.
3: Behold! Dungeons and Doritos. Nerdy Show's epic tabletop audio drama. A cinematic serial of mayhem filled morally questionable quests at DungeonsAndDoritos.com
1: Flame on. on. What's going on, everybody? Pat DeVere here with another installment of Flame On. We are here to celebrate gay life in our now that's what I call gay life series of episodes i think this is episode 10 oh my god i think it's 10 uh, mm,
0: i think a little less Hold no on.
1: i think it's 10 because i think last time i said nine and it was actually eight. <laughs> it was actually like eight or seven <laughs> but then we did the sequel and then it was nine so <laughs> oh, that's i'm right. pretty that's right. sure this is 10 because the last time we recorded one of these we were at the gardens oh that's right yes. we were at the gardens. Yes. This is now in the future. 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 Well, I'm glad I at least yes, brought cupcakes. La-
0: butthole's Cupid was episode nine. Oh,
1: Butthole's Cupid. Shirt <laughs> sure designs in progress.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, this is going to be coming out sometime in, I think, April, maybe in, May. In a post apocalyptic future? Yeah, this is going <laughs> to. Depends on how this coronavirus takes over. Shit is getting real. (laughs) We are recording here in Orlando, Florida. We're doing our best for social distancing. We're doing better than our last episode. Yes.
0: Although... Both of you are still too close. Too I mean,
1: uh, you sat down after we were both in our places, sir. I mean, I Well, did, where can I go? <laughs> I did lick everything in the kitchen. I mean, so. BJ
0: still has like a foot to scooch over. Oh there. my
1: gosh. I was like, where's the other chair? Did you? Where's the w- rolly chair? Is that now in your home office? That's in the office. Uh, office. Your, your, home, I, your home office. I, I use that for work now. I was like, you could have rolled it out and then up the ramp. In the oh, hallway. yeah. <laughs> we are on uh, semi lockdown we're only on a uh, a essential services only requested stay at home until later this evening as we're recording this is going to be so weird like we're recording all this stuff uh, much much earlier than when it's coming out because in just about three and a half days I leave Orlando oh my god (laughs) it's so crazy I thought I was going to get another week here and I had postponed like doing stuff well i'm like i'm glad like you
3: told me because because i would have been i would have been super mad if i if i had been like hey bat what are you doing let's let's grab like some crystals and eat them in your front yard while yelling at each other from our cars (laughs) and and you would have been like bitch i'm on the road like i'm five (laughs) minutes from home now and i would have been like
1: i'm a bad friend i know i i found out today the day of this recording that um, The delivery services are considered logistical, so they are not governed by a shelter-in-place regulations. Logisticals? Logis- log- logisticals? The lo- the logisticals Logi- have testicles. D- descended. Yes. um, So all of my plans are going forth as they were originally intended, and we are doing our last in-person recording. We recorded a bunch of stuff before this. That'll be coming out all through the month of April and possibly into May. Um, I think our next live-ish recording, and by that I mean I'll be in Chicago, you guys will be here, will be for our May roundup. Because we're going to put out pre-recorded material all through the month of April as I adjust to life in Chicago. In Chi-town. Chicago. The wilderness. Chi-town. <laughs> in chi And, uh... So we wanted to do one more gay life here in Orlando before I move.
0: Which I think is a fitting, oh, not really necessarily fitting <laughs> per se, but yeah. we made it to the double digits. I know. I was going to say, before l- you
3: leaving. left, we were this is like our, our episode 10. I can't even get over that. This is like, the
1: next to Dragons the New Spandex, this is our longest running spin-off. It really is. I mean, Dragons the New Spandex has done so much. Oh. And we've slowed down quite a lot. There is a new one that will be out, I believe, before this. Um, but yeah, it, that was something that really took a hold. And we did a lot of interviews with Rue Girls and local Orlando queens. And this was something that you had thrown out there. The only other series that we had done that was kind of like this was the crown of uh narcissists oh yes the crown of narcissists which um had some great episodes but then jared had gotten uh busy with his real life job he'd gotten a big boy job that's right and he wasn't able to spearhead those episodes uh and we congratulate him on all the work that he has done obviously Even though he's left us. He left us. It's okay. <laughs> uh but you came up with doing these gay life episodes and most of our other castmates have not been as uh ready to share all their like <laughs> all their all their pain and And private moments as us. Exactly. I mean, I'm not quite sure why I decided to join (laughs) in on (laughs) this. But with three people, it feels like there's at least a little more place to hide than just with uh, a one-on-one interview, (laughs) in in essence. Um, But, yeah, we made it to our 10th episode, our 10th volume of Now That's What I Call Gay Life. And I think, honestly, this is one of the things that I'm most recently, like, proudest of this podcast for doing, like... It's a lot of fun. We get into uh, a very much a a routine with our roundups. And Josh and I were talking about this after our last recording where we just kind of get into like, okay, cool. This is what we've been watching. Blah, 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 blah. blah, Here's what it is. And that's really kind of it. Um, And I hope that we kind of, as everything settles down, especially after all of like this pandemic craziness has gone past us, hopefully by summertime that we really are able to get back into feeling like how we used to and and talk and really discuss the things that we're we're watching and that we're enjoying because it's it's so much fun when we really kind of dig into the things that we enjoy
3: i don't know i was i was talking i was uh, i was gonna say i was talking to my therapist and i was like i don't know i kind of like it because everybody's like everybody's like hidden away in their house nobody's putting on pants everybody's in sweatpants i'm like this isn't even fucking playing field Everybody's gonna be horny when they get free, and I'm like, yeah, this is my time to shine. <laughs> That's right, COVID nineteen twenty twenty. Bj, Bj's here. <laughs> but no, yeah, you're right. It's it's definitely been up and down, and it's it's one of those things where I think there was a there was a point in our last episode where we we're like talking about it, and then there was like this pause where we we're like fuck this is real this is this is this is this is like something we watched on walking dead holy fuck yeah yeah absolutely everybody's had that moment of like sober realization and i of course there's my stupid ass that's blasting lizzo and i'm driving down like an empty an empty highway at like five in the morning
1: oh jamming out i i when i realized that like i only have three days left here in orlando and i haven't Gotten really to like see my, my closest friends, most of my closest friends in person. And I was just like, fuck. And I started just jamming out to old school jams. Oh, I had, oh no. I had the, I had Ladies Night, the Not Tonight remix <laughs> on, on YouTube. <laughs> I was watching, I watched Demi Lovato's I Love Me I video did hear that one shit. when I was working. Yeah. And I'm just like, and then I was just trying to find Angie Martinez videos because after watching Ladies Night, I was like, I need to watch some Angie Martinez. And then BJ, you got here, and I was like, okay, I gotta stop watching music videos.
3: Now. <laughs> oh, don't don't worry. See, so so because you didn't have like because there was like a there was like a week of parties and everything, ladies and gentlemen, that he would like
1: he he couldn't do. Oh my God, so many parties! It was like the Cher farewell tour. Oh my God, it was in Seventeen.
3: Like I got an alert for one, and I'm like, what the. F- I- is there one tonight? What the fuck? Like, and it was like right before the bars closed. So, if you guys are listening, definitely send him some love. But um, and some money. I and <laughs> oh, some money. Please do. Um, use it. <laughs> if you like hearing us beg for money, uh join join our Patreon. I'm your private dancer,
0: <laughs> a dancer for money. So but I, does that mean we're gonna set up an OnlyFans for people to subscribe to? I mean, there for is a sure. There is a fetish.
3: they're crying fetish. <laughs> Oh, there you go.
0: Yeah, J- <laughs> I was going to say, he can just film you crying
1: in the shower. Like I'm going to do the OnlyFans where you pay me to not take off my clothes. <laughs> where It's like, here, I will give you $3.99. Because, bitch, I won't charge you $19.99 a month. I will charge you $3.99 and be like, please, I will keep my clothes on. And I will just send you a little, hi, how are you, picture. <laughs> see,
3: see what I do, So, so I do this for everybody that leaves. There's a...
0: Who are you waving at? I wasn't waving at anybody. I was I checking my nail because my nail was. I was. Turning it looked like you were waving at. Are, my are you waving to a dead salt.
1: person? Check my
0: nails. Oh, baby, Ew, how you na- feeling? My, I smash my finger feeling into the door <laughs> <laughs> and a cleaning fit, and uh, it's turning black and it's dying. But so, but um, so I always I there. Well, gotta be black?
1: Don't make <laughs> us call you out like Mike <laughs> I, mean, I
0: mean, I guess if you want to get t- technical, it's like a bluish black. So
1: don't make us call you out like Mike McCoskey. We're going to get you fired from Abercrombie and Fitch, bitch. Oh, oh, oh.
3: <laughs> Who,
0: I was like, who's Mike <laughs> <Mikulski?">
1: <laughs> oh. Um But no, I, so didn't, so I didn't make sure I didn't say Mike McCroskey because that's a whole different <laughs> <laughs> Mike.
0: But Mike uh, is uh, No, close. The last the last name is close. Just no, what s- was no ski. Are you sure? What's his last yeah. name? McCauley. Like ninety, I'm ninety percent positive. Look that shit up.
3: Big. Be- well, I just, ha- I just <laughs> have to go to my Instagram
0: because I
3: f- think I follow them. But um, so but what usually when when I have friends that leave, especially when they like move somewhere far away, uh, and it's likely I'm not gonna see them again, I set up something it. with all their friends and cl- uh, like close friends and everybody um for them, and I I I usually I'll send it the day you leave. So that way if you ugly cry, it's completely you couldn't do it like while you're on the interstate. So I I have I have a wonderful surprise for you and oh I will word. actually post it on I will post it up on the um the Facebook page. Oh so word. everybody can enjoy and get to know Pat a little bit better.
1: Oh um. my lord. <laughs> <laughs> so the funny part is that this will all like have taken place like a month before the people hear this. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're gonna have to dig back a little bit.
0: <laughs> One thing I, I kinda have because you mentioned um Mike. So <laughs> is that like how we know if we've made it big? If we've really If you've been like, cancelled? If I- you're if, if your racist if, if your well, racist no, comments have like, surfaced? I- in the gay community, or the bear community, I guess, like, is a sign of you making it having to make an apology video for something that has happened on social media in the past? No, because you should never have to make an apology video if you're
1: not problematic, if you're not garbage person. Oh my god, use that word. You are drunk. <laughs> You hate that word. i hate that you word like, so and much. you didn't
3: even you didn't even squirm saying I it. I didn't. Wow.
1: No, and this is the thing. And honestly, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna speak on this because I Because I feel
0: like I haven't made it, but I haven't done anything like notably terrible. So um, I will we're, say we're looking, this.
1: bitch. We're looking. Keep People looking. have shitty pasts. And I get that. And I understand that. And I think the world understands that. The thing is. When you get to a point where you have a national spotlight put on you, if you are part of uh, a national or international chains uh, campaign and these things come up, you need to actually like address them sincerely. When you put a video up or like head t- on
0: beforehand, it's like, hey, yeah. um, since all y'all know my name now, yeah, um, if y'all start digging, there might have been a dark period. Uh, please don't take offense to anything.
1: Well, not even that. No, 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 because that's just bullshit. When you Uh-oh. when you sit there and say, don't take offense to anything, or I'm sorry if you were offended by, that's a bullshit. That's a non-apology. It, yeah, it, it, yeah, you get negative points for that. Which is pretty much how he apologized. like. There may have been things that came up, and I'm sorry if they were offensive, and that was a bad time for me. No, fuck you. What
0: is this Just voice be- you're
1: doing? <laughs> I this, this is this is unapologetic tra- white gay. That's, that's <laughs> what I did. <laughs> but like, oh, Lord. it's
3: it's like it went from like you, the way you wish he sounded, which is like gravelly, and like, oh, I want to hear him read the phone book, to like, oh no, he's problematic now. now <laughs> he sounds like the most annoying voice you can think of in your head, right? But if you were, t-
1: if people. Who have had past like that. Or have said shit like that. Because, honestly, we've all said shit that we regret. We've posted shit that we regret. Or things have happened in the past that we regret. People grow. And I I, I personally I'm believe, a grower, not a shower. I mean, so am I. I'm Irish. <laughs> the Puerto Rican doesn't take over in that respect.
0: <laughs> I grow as a person, but I don't show it.
1: Oh. oh.
3: oh.
1: Society's fault. <laughs> but if you turn around and you say listen yeah I made those posts I was an asshole like that was a really shitty point in my life and I have grown I've learned and that's not me anymore that's not who I am
0: I think at some point he did say he's grown as a person though and
1: yeah but honestly I watched part of that video I heard yeah. you listening to it when, <laughs> when you were supposed to be from working. home uh, y- y'all at home didn't see the air quotes but I, you know, and I was like, I honestly, I'm in the room and I'm like, what is that video? And I'm like, please don't tell me that's Robert McCauley, like doing an apology video.
0: So at this point, I feel like the rest of the podcast, anytime we mention him, you have to get his name wrong intentionally. (laughs) What is his name? (laughs) Michael. Is it Michael Robert? Isn't it Michael Uh, Robert? I don't know about maybe Mike McCauley. Yeah,
3: don't tell him. Don't tell him just to have him keep messing it up. (laughs) Yes. It's Michael yeah. Robert. There yeah, you go. Yeah. See, so I was close. I still I think you should get it name. wrong
0: like, the rest of the episode. Because you have yet to get it right without being corrected or being true. careful. I mean, true. So. <laughs> uh,
1: but if you, and honestly, and he came out before that video with the worst non-apology ever. Like the worst non-apology ever. But if you come out and say, listen, that was me at a different point in time. I have learned. I have grown. And I I want to do better. And you actually say it with sincerity, then then maybe the world will fucking give you a break. Yeah, I was
3: gonna say Tim <laughs> Gunn. Tim Gunn, he was very forward with all of the shitty the shitty shit he used to post and everything on and tweet. And Disney had that moment where they were just like, shit, everybody's like, oh, talking James about Gun. I was this James Gunn. James uh, Gunn. Gun, <laughs> <like, Project laughs> I was like,
0: make it work. I would love Races to see him. I was like, oh, I feel like we're talking about James. Hold up. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. As soon as you said whole, Disney, whole, whole, I, haven't even, BJ, I haven't even been drinking. BJ, what? I need you to give me your geek card, please.
3: Don't even. Don't Don't you gatekeep. Get out of here, baby gay. Get gatekeeping shit. Get out as of here. As a cis white
1: gay man, you are not allowed. <laughs> At least, not, I, not there's At least no gatekeeping in this house.
3: You know, um,
0: controversy, people correct,
1: <laughs>
3: but but no. <laughs> All right, Robert Mikulski <laughs> <laughs> But that's the thing: is is James Gunn? He, <laughs> you know, he he got temporarily fired from Disney, and then DC picked him up for the Suicide Squad movie. And Disney's just like, you know what? That's our fault. You did say you changed. You've shown you've changed. Everybody in everybody was even saying like. Yeah, no, we knew about this. I don't know why everybody's screaming about it. Right. Oh, absolutely. It was,
1: was far-right extremists that uh-huh. really harped on it, and Disney bowed to
0: that. Yep. And a lot of the internet like actually came to I'm his defense. Support. There was
1: a lot of people that came to his defense, including uh yeah. friend of the pod, Jay Abbott, who yeah. is uh, at home hopefully listening to this. He is probably the closest person that I know that is currently affected by coronavirus. Um, he is a nurse, and he is on the front lines, and he actually did come down with it, and he's on day I think thirteen right now, oh. and still not feeling well. So not in a hospital, not on a ventilator, but, but not do yeah, that, but recovering. It's but yeah, well a while. And so, if you have not done so, and this will come out well after like this point in time when we're recording it, if you have not thanked the people that are on the front lines, the people that are working the supermarkets, that are working the fast food chains that are still open. Um, Your doctors and nurses, anybody that is uh, a quote-unquote essential employee that comes in contact with other people, uh, and especially the public, and you have not thanked them for being out there and continuing to work in the public while this pandemic is raging through the United States, then you need to go fuck yourself and then go thank them.
0: So like um basically like you d- like most people do with veterans like thank you for your service. Exactly. Yeah. I mean honestly the,
1: the the one cartoon I saw today was like all the superheroes um like all this like Batman, Superman, Captain America all of them, and there was like a nurse in a spotlight and it was like welcome to the club and it was like a very little heartwarming cuz it's yeah like honestly our healthcare professionals in in New York they are under understaffed, under supplied and they're using trash bags. Yep as protective material and, like, protective clothing um, against the coronavirus as they're treating patients. And it's fucking ridiculous that in this world that, that, that that's an issue and that that's something. We are one of the wealthiest countries in the world. And the fact that we cannot supply our hospitals with what they need is utter and complete bullshit. And it makes you realize how much certain members of our government governmental body care about corporations more than they care about the people that are making sure that oh, this country sure. works. Yeah, and yeah, absolutely. In
0: twenty fifteen, Bill Gates gave a TED talk basically pointing out, hey, we need to put more funding in our, you know, like medical systems, medical infrastructure it, and all especially that. Especially in third world countries because we are not ready for another pandemic. Yeah. Oh no,
1: absolutely. And I mean Bill Gates for as for as much as bill gates is always touted as one of the wealthiest people in the world bill and melinda gates and their foundation put so much money and effort into malaria research into trying to environmental research yeah into like, trying to curb insane. so many things within third world countries and within this world in general that is a that is somebody that is On has top wealth of
0: using the the you know products that he builds you know the uh, computing abilities to help you know make these infrastructures stronger and oh more absolutely sufficient. yeah I, absolutely. I, I think that's like pretty At, incredible
1: because you talk about somebody like Jeff Bezos where you just talk about oh he's the wealthiest man in the world what is he doing to to, to fight this right when you when you see the articles where you talk about um I think was it eight. Amazon workers in in um, the warehouses have all tested positive. Oh yeah, positive yeah. for COVID nineteen. Uh-huh. You know, I I look at all this and I go, okay, you can do one of two things with your wealth. You can either hoard it and just make yourself more comfortable, or you can do these things for other people. Right, and yep. regardless of a PC versus Apple debate, fuck that. I don't give a shit about that right now.
0: I mean, I'm a strong a- Apple person, obviously. Yeah, but I mean. I still recognize absolutely,
1: like, yeah, it's not a matter of products, yeah, like, like fuck that, that, that. Point, like, yeah. both have great aspects to them, you know, I've used Apple products and I love them, I use Windows products, and I love them like i'm not I'm not that person that's like oh i I fight you know that 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 war, but Bill and Melinda Gates and their foundation have done fucking amazing things with the wealth that they have um with the wealth that they have amassed in the time that they have amassed it, yeah, and uh, that all started with uh, an inter uh, an office romance. So, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. If, if your boss says, "Hey, you want to go on a date?" You might be the next Melinda Gates. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Sorry, I had to make this a little. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> I had to make this a little lighter for a second. So, okay, okay so we've we <laughs> we've had a lot of conversation about. A lot, a lot of the world's going stuff. on right now. Yeah, like there's stuff. a
3: lot of there's a lot of stuff going on. There's um, there's insanity. Everybody's like hunkered down. Um, some people that should be hunkered down. But uh, today I just wanted to kind of uh act, talk to you guys about kind of our gay journeys, and not like when I asked about the clubs and like when you went to clubs and stuff.
1: Not journey the musical group. Right?
3: <laughs> not not journey the musical Don't group.
0: Don't stop. Bleeding. Oh, I was gonna go with
3: cold as eyes. Well
0: sp- speaking of <laughs> since we're back, I wanted to go separate ways, but I can't hit those <laughs> notes. Uh, since we're we're now transitioning back into the topic You're of You're transitioning? Gays. Good to know. Uh, gaze. I mean I am on hormone therapy, so Aww. Oh saintsies. um I probably should be. <laughs> uh, apparently it's been helping. But um <laughs> Apparently, well, no, quote unquote. Th- no, I, I think, I think there has been, uh, some significant improvements Growth. and changes and stuff. So he's punched holes in walls. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but since we're back on, you know, gays and you know, in relation to worldly topics, I do feel the gays may be the ones that survive all of this potentially stronger, better, faster, drunker. Now I'm stronger
1: <laughs> than yesterday. <laughs> Now it's nothing but my way, my loneliness <laughs> is saving me from covid well so <laughs> 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 okay
3: we, so we figured out your album <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> uh so but well,
1: w- and actually, we kind of are those those gays that are on um prep, prep. And that's and anti um viral medications. Do have a bit of a stronger defense against uh, COVID nineteen because they've been
3: doing. I know they've started research on it right uh, right now.
1: Yeah, they they have noticed that the uh, antiviral medications have had a uh, have had an effect on uh, knocking out COVID nineteen. Obviously, not something that's going to be a cure. Yeah, but it's definitely an extra line of defense for uh, for sure. those of us that are on prep medication for right us. now. Um, Which on, honestly, I thought about for a moment because. I have a, a friend of mine his husband is a uh, is in the medical field and did a whole post about whether or not um you can go off of Truvada for prep mm. um and then go back on it if like if, whether or not this time because we are in isolation because we are not doing these random hookups um uh, whether or not it is something that you could do and it is something that you can go off of without really having to wean off of it, you can't just go off of it yeah. and then go back onto it. You will, however, have that same like seven-day, roughly, period of needing to build up the immunity again. Yeah. But it's not something that's going to be harmful. So if you are paying for it and you don't want to pay for it right now, um, it is something you can do. I, however, am like, well, if it's going to give me an extra line of defense against COVID, right. I'm yeah. just going to keep taking it. Yeah, because I take still take have it. to work.
3: Um, <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> But uh, but no. So, I wanted to kind of check in with you guys because it was something I noticed a long time ago when I first moved down here. I was a part of apparently some sort of scandalous coffee night. Um, that later, that late like I didn't, too vague. I, I didn't realize say their names. <laughs> I don't. Well, no. It was there was a lot of people involved. <laughs> say
1: all of their. <laughs> We've got
3: time. But when I when I first started going. I had just gotten out of college. I didn't really all my main support structure when I was in college, I had like maybe 3 or 4 gay like close gay friends and the rest were just weird straight people um that I would get drunk with. Um so or like you know talk about internet memes with. So when I came down here and my main sh- group of friends or acquaintances at the time were all gay, I was like Oh, I haven't. Who the fuck are these people? How do you interact with these people? And it was one of those things where I guess you could qualify with the gays or the straights. The gays, oh,
0: especially. See the now, gays. I feel like it's the opposite for me. Like when I get with the straight people, I'm like, how, how do you? With, Pat and I went Pokemon going with uh, some straights oh. one time. Oh,
1: <laughs> let the, me the pup crawl. Let me tell you, oh, that girl. was oh, who. Although once the wife of one of the boys that I th- I um, I found kind of cute, we, uh, she and I just started talking about boys and I just started making dick jokes and I made it a little easier. I find it be I find it easier to be around straight women
0: because they can talk about dick with you. Yes. <laughs> because we like, make hey girl, dick you jokes. You like dick? Yeah, me too. <laughs> right? You have something in common with so them. So good. Um
1: with the straight boys it's like you like badge and I'm like no. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: and they're like I got to go it. <laughs>
0: Unless you get the ones that, the one that you ask, do you like dick? And they're like, I like my dick suck. I'm like,
1: I have, you want a, <laughs> beer? have I got a mouth for you. Hey, do you want a
3: beer? Or do you want to come over and watch a movie? <laughs> Something with explosions and boobs? Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but no, so... Look I, at the boobs. I uh, realized <laughs> when I was in college... Oh my
1: God, how did this porn turn <laughs> on? Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm just going to let it play until you get hard and then I suck you up. Okay,
3: bye! <laughs> well, when I was in college, I... I just kind of I, – I didn't really – somebody asked me when I was in college, do you identify as a gay black man or a black gay man? And at the time, I was like, I don't know, a garbage can? Like, I don't know the fuck. So it was one of those things where I've never really – I've never really identified with a clique. And then when I moved down here, I was just kind of part of one. And I was like, uh-oh. I'm like, "How how do you gay? How, how do gay? <laughs> how,
0: how, how do you gay? Yeah, so it was one of those things where it was just like... This is the new Super Bowl commercial for 21. <laughs> Instead of how you how do you muss, it's how do you, how gay? you gay. How do you gay?
3: So I just wanted to ask both of you that, uh, did you ever have a moment after you kind of started on your journey of like when you when you came out to yourself, did you ever have a moment where you were around gay people and you were just kind of like, wait, what? Like, like, cause there was, there was a time where I'd have people look at me and they're like, oh, well I had like, like, they were like a protege or they had like an older gay couple kind of teach them stuff. And I'm like, no, <laughs> the only older gay person I knew was like a Republican. So I don't <laughs> I don't know if y'all want me to take those lessons to heart. So like, so Pat, when, uh, when you first kind of started your, your journey, what was kind of your, what was kind of your moment where you were like, oh, I'm this like
1: socially. So, I never had that older gay to guide me. I never had like uh an elder gay to no be gay like gay say. Yeah. I never had that. When I met my first boyfriend, uh it was through AOL chat rooms. Oh wow. It was in September, the uh September 3rd of 2001. Oh shit. I was going to say let that date set. Oh <laughs> shit. We met on September 3rd. Um, Aaliyah, I believe, had just died. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, the late August, early September of 2001 was not a good time for anyone. A lot happened that week. It was really bad. Um, so we we met on August, on September 3rd. We m- started officially dating on... S- wait, no. We met on September 5th? Third or the fifth. One of those two. We officially started dating on the 9th. Of September 2001, he worked at Deutsche Bank and Tower 2, the World Trade Center.
3: Oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Um, And then he was at my house on September 10th uh, saying, hey, I don't want to go to work tomorrow. And I said, call out. Who
0: needs it?
1: You don't need to go to work tomorrow. Uh, Mind you, I'd never called out for anything unless it was, like, essential. Um, And he did call out. So,
3: holy shit
1: yeah yeah my first boyfriend and i had a very tumultuous uh three-year relationship off and on relationship uh partially because i didn't know how to gay <laughs> and two because um being that young and whatnot you you don't know how to gay and you say okay well i need to i i don't want this and then he starts dating somebody and you're like i want that back being an only child for many, many years of my life, uh, for good first 11, almost 12 years of my life, um, did not allow me to play well with others. Uh, <laughs> oh, I understand. You <laughs> were <I understand. laughs> a bratty baby gay. I was. Oh, I was. no. Uh, and he worked for the water department of Rockville Center on Long Island, so he made good money. and uh, He bought me things, and oh. I was just like, oh, yes, you pay for everything. <laughs> you pay for everything. <laughs> 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 um but uh, so I I went through a lot of those those growing pains on my own until I met um who one person at, who at the time became uh my closest friend before the betrayal. And he introduced me to the world of bears. He was my first bear friend. Too big. Too big. His <laughs> name was Frankie. Um uh, <laughs> before he ended up fucking the guy that I, I had a thing for and had sort of kind of maybe didn't, but yes, kind of whatever, dated uh <laughs> behind my back. And then they lied to me about it, whatever. And uh when he introduced me to the world of the Bears, it was uh, a revelation in my eyes. And that was when I finally kind of said, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be. These are the people I'm supposed to be with because my first boyfriend, Chris, had was very much um, tried to conform should have been a bear but very much tried to conform to uh, stereotypical gay standards. He was very much I'm going to count all of my calories I'm only going to have salad and there's me ordering fucking big ZD <laughs> and having the bread. And he was Let like, me get them I, curly fries with extra <laughs> cheese sauce baby. Pretty much. And he if I could show you pictures from, I'd have to find them but I can show you pictures of like our the time that we spent together and he went from like chubby to like super thin, almost like you feel like he's dying. Ooh. Like that he has some sort of disease and he's he's lost way too much weight to a nice like middle ground to chubby to back like he did a lot of that. Um so Christian Bale? Uh yes, but not for roles that paid him lots of money. <laughs> So, uh, once I once I found my place with the Bears, it was a much different world for me, because I was like, okay, I don't, I I'd only really known at that point. Oh God, you're talking two thousand and two, two thousand and three, two thousand and four. Yeah. Oh, uh, there weren't a lot of there wasn't a lot of gay representation out there. So you thought Damian
0: from Mean Girls, two thousand four.
1: Oh, I never. I, I still haven't seen Mean Girls. Really? Oh, my God. As much as I now know and am friends with uh, Danny friends AC, I still have not seen Mean Girls.
0: Our next movie night before you leave, I we're <laughs> going to watch it. Like and tomorrow. It's like in the next it's two days. Three and a, you said three and a half.
1: <laughs> All right. Two and a half days. Whatever. So we're <laughs> going
0: to watch Pretty Woman and we're going to watch Mean oh Girls. Lord. <laughs> Double feature.
1: You, uh, you just watched it the other night. I I'm didn't okay. get a message I'm saying, okay with hey. watching it again. We going to watch this.
3: You uh, want to
0: come watch it? I'm okay with watching again. We'll do a double feature.
3: Uh <laughs> So so Pat, so the so when, once you found your way with the bears, would you say that you've pretty much kind of you've kind of stayed on that same journey even to now?
1: Oh yeah. I mean, bears have been my thing since I found out what bears were. Um I don't feel like I have any sort of um I don't know how to phrase it, but Allegiance. Uh not no no no, not even allegiance. I don't feel like I have any way to like sell somebody how to go down a path or how I'm even going down my own path. It's been a group that has done well by me. Um I have I started a company just shy of eight years ago, and actually by the time this comes out, it might be eight years. Um Is something I never thought that I would do was start a company, uh, my own company. And Bears in the City has been an immense joy in my life. And putting on bear events, putting on, uh, taking over Bear Bust, and doing those things for the community here in Orlando and for the community abroad because Bear Bust is an international event. Um, It Mm -hmm. has opened up doors to friendships. And things that I don't think I would ever have had if I had not journeyed down this path of like, hey, what's a bear? Cool, let me go and hang out with these people. I'm still super introverted. Uh, when it comes down to just being out in the world, um, <laughs> the the journey to Chicago is going to be a very interesting one because I know some people, but I'm gonna go back to how I was. 10 years ago 11 years ago almost 12 years ago here in Orlando and be like okay well I'm here how do I talk to people <laughs> how do I do this <laughs> and I don't always do it well and you know I'm I'm gonna have to lean on the people that I am friends with to to really try to help me get through that and get back into uh, a mindset where I was down here to uh, To really kind of feel feel myself again and feel feel like me yeah. when I'm in Chicago.
3: Yeah, yeah. Because you're you're whenever you, I always tell people whenever like whenever there's a breakup, uh, whenever you have somebody that passes, whenever you move, you have you officially the person you were is gone. The person you were with them is gone. So I mean, you can always sometimes you can always get back to that person. Especially if you've just moved and you can visit, but when you go to a completely different environment and everything, you have to kind of you have to kind of rediscover yourself
1: uh, in a different environment in well a new that's, place. The, that's the weird part is that I stayed a- myself a lot when I was with Brian and okay, it's for time I've, <laughs> I've been on a i've been on the podcast and and really kind of addressed it uh directly but um he molded to a lot of what i did and i grew stronger because of who i was with him and um i've been able to grow as a person because of his support um it hasn't necessarily been easy since the breakup to be able to kind of deal with all of that but i i didn't have to really go back to being somebody else i have always i i continued to be who i was but because of other factors within the breakup i can't be who i want to be here and that's why i've chosen to 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 restart basically I don't want to say a hard reboot because I'm still going to be overseeing bears in the city. I'm still going to be over. I'm still running bear bust. I'll be back in October, God willing. Um, But it's, it's definitely a change that I need in order to be able to kind of reset who I am personally. And, and I think that it's going to be, it's going to be for the best. It sucks. You know, it's really tough Especially now that it's just a couple of days away before I have to get in the car and leave, it was so different when it was like, "Oh, it's a month away, it's six weeks
0: away, I'm it's- moving." <laughs> like now it's three and a half y- days. Dark yeah. spread in <laughs> the news. It's what Monday. Yeah, <laughs> and now you're at and, some point on Monday. And yeah. now you're like, and now you're
3: like sitting in the closet. It's like super dark. It's like, <laughs> hello darkness, my old friend.
1: <laughs> like you're just
3: straight up. <laughs> Like this one's gotta drag you out to have a movie marathon. But no, I I get I completely understand. It's it's when when certain things change like that, you either have to kind of roll with it, you either have to just kind of like, yep, that's a thing that happened, which means you could potentially dissociate, or you make a change. And like, there's nothing wrong with change. I mean, provided it's nothing like alcoholism. Oh, I was see, I was going with um um the song change from the Steven Universe movie. <sighs> oh, um, well, yeah. I can make a change.
0: Um, well, but our friend Jaden moved to Chicago uh, what what year and a half ago. Got oh. more than that. Oh really? my God, he is. <laughs> <laughs> it's been like it. Uh, well, Bear Bust oh, yeah, was no, two, two
1: years ago. Years. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. I
3: think he's he just celebrated like it was like two year anniversary. Or yeah,
1: because so. yeah, like, Bear cause Bust because he moved the Monday after Bear Bust. Yep, in twenty eighteen. Yep. right. because he won it in twenty eighteen. No, he
0: won twenty nineteen he was bare bus 2019 oh yep. that's right he, he won entered. it in 2018 yep yeah yes yeah, so we entered. put it in a year
1: ahead because your your reign starts so late in the year that we oh yes we counted okay. 20 2018 yep. 2019 because i won in 19 yeah you're 2019 2020 if you want to look at it in a true pageant fashion um I've i've started going by pageant pageant rules if you are that late in the year especially because we're like third or fourth week of the of october your reign doesn't really encompass the year that you that the event is in mm-hmm. so you your title technically is the year following the year following so yeah but it was the monday monday or tuesday after bear bust in 2018 mm-hmm. was when Jaden left and then um he has been yeah a year and a half almost almost a year and a half yeah since yeah. he's been
0: gone but yeah well and, and and the thing is you know he is a i don't want to say like super introverted he's extroverted in his own way yeah um you know and and it depends on his environment you know like like a uh, megaplex, for example. Yeah, megaplex right. or like you know, tidal wave. You right.
3: definitely get to see a different side of him versus Cor- correct. Just on like a random Thursday night.
0: You know, and then on on the regular, he's. Uh,
1: or if you get him drunk and hydrate on a random
3: <laughs> uh, random Wednesday night.
0: Uh, you know, after but
1: a Robin concert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> on <laughs> on average, he's you know a, a, a quiet. Introverted guy, you know, uh, very simple. Just stay home, play some games. You know, go out for some del taco, which he misses greatly. Oh, but <laughs> um, oh, I
1: can't wait to get back to the White Castle. <laughs>
0: he he and I have been chatting a couple of days, and oh, I have a car, I can go through Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking to me like about how he kind of misses being here, and and I was like, I mean, you can always come back. I'm actually trying to find like some of the stuff that he said because, honestly. I've known Jaden for quite some time and for him to kind of have this perspective was um different than than you know the Jaden that I've known before.
1: You know, so he and I had a very had a very heart to heart drunken talk um back last March when I was up there, which is why I I jokingly talk about I'm um, getting him drunk at Hydrate on a Wednesday night after a Robin concert because that's what we did. <laughs> um, and the thing is that you never know what your life will be if you don't try. Yep. Yeah. If you have, if you have the fallback to be able to, um, to be able to go back to a place, then that's great. But until you actually try it, you never know. Yeah. And that's a lot of what I look at life now. I mean, 12 years ago, I didn't think I was going to end up in Florida. I I liked a boy. There was a boy that I thought could have been the one. Always a boy. There's always a boy. There was a boy that I thought could have been the one. And we spent an entire week together, uh, pretty much an entire week together from start to finish, minus him
3: Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, (laughs) Thursday, Friday, Saturday.
1: And then he just up and left, and he moved to Florida. And I said, okay, well, alright. I think the fuck not. (laughs) (laughs) And um, then a friend of mine moved, and I said, you know what? I'm going to move with you, because the only other person that I was really close to was leaving. And then I met a guy. Uh, I met my Patrick. Everybody at some point in time usually finds somebody with their own name that they <laughs> they're <laughs> attached to, and uh, and I chose not to move at the time that I did, and that was probably the best and worst decision I made at the time, because it led to my best friend at the time sleeping with him and uh, telling me skank, and uh, you know connect the dots. It, it it was what it was. I still I. I still care about them, uh, each in their own way. Um, I'm still connected to them in some way, shape, or form. As we just passed St. Patrick's Day, he, uh, it's, it, it, it's he's the re- Patrick is the reason why I I say uh, Happy Saints Day instead of Happy St. Patrick's Day, because it's just you know. And on Facebook, usually he'll tag all of us, including myself. But yeah. you know, it, it, it's tough to really kind of say that anything was a misstep at at any point because well
3: i mean that's 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 the thing about it like when you're living your life and you're going on some sort of journey you're not if there's not really a right or wrong there's a right for you
1: exactly because yeah. if you didn't do this like the person that i am now um for all of the pain that brian and my breakup caused me and I, I, I can't speak for him. Like I know that it caused him pain. Um, regardless of how everything went down. Oh don't worry, I'll get him. <laughs> oh, don't worry. Regardless of how everything went down, it caused pain that I can't I can't undo. But I wouldn't be who I am right now if I hadn't met him and dated him and done all of that. I wouldn't be the same person that I am. Like, I, we wouldn't be sitting here right now if that wasn't the case. Oh, yeah. You know, like, my world would be in a different, a much different trajectory had I not done that. The first guy that I dated, Josh, I had told you, was telling you a little bit of this story um, the other day when we were talking about exes. Um, the first guy that I dated here in Florida, his name was Glenn. When I went to break up with him, he basically threatened to kill himself. Oof. Yeah. And I just couldn't bring myself to just kind of bite the bullet on that because how can you be responsible if somebody like how can you live with yourself if you're trying to break up with somebody because it's not it's not working it's not a thing and they're like i i can't live without you i can't i'm gonna i'm gonna end it if you break up with me like how can you how do you do that
2: burrow's furniture is built for the way you live
0: Um, so what you do is you go to um, like a Build-A-Bear workshop <laughs> style place. I usually use a but cake. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of doing a bear, you would get one like a little plushie made of yourself. Right? They take a photo, get some stitching and all that stuff. You you stuff it. And then you give it to him. And then you take him. It's like, you know what? Let's go for a ride. We're just going <laughs> to go on a random adventure. Oh. You take him to the side court, Get him checked in. <laughs> And then go, by the way, I'm breaking up with you, uh, but I love you as a person. And um, I don't even know if I could say all Wait. of that. <laughs> see, see <he's laughs> here's a, this he to is, remember me
3: he's by. Here's super sweet. I would just, b- I, would b- I would bake a wonderful cake, and it would be like, don't hold me hostage, bitch. And I'd be like, here you go. Eat it. Eat all of it. I, wa- I don't care if you throw up. Eat all of it. And remember that feeling of you vomiting because that's how I feel now. But it's. Come but, on, no. it Latrice <laughs> Royale.
0: Eat it. Eat it. But so. Thank you for acknowledging that I'm
3: sweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, you are. You're nice. That that's what makes you weak. Um. <laughs>
1: See, I should have been drunk for all of these <laughs> real <serious> life episodes. <downloads. laughs> so really. my tongue is just. Flowing.
3: Oh, it's great, but <laughs> sadly, I we since all you right. know we have to we have to move on to Josh, being what? the the more the the youngest one of us. I can
1: continue to to drink now.
3: Oh no, yeah, you can totally. <laughs> these sl- are the Slap it back. I drink. So, Josh, so...
1: Don't remind me of the Alanis Morissette concert that I'm oh, not going go so to get to go to. Oh, I'm so sorry. I
0: just Look heard that you. before I came to the These office. These the reasons oh, I drink. I'm
1: sorry. Oh, my God. I'm so The reasons I'm Rose, having everybody's fun, even Rose. though
0: I am not. I'm sorry.
1: These. Quarantine. Oh.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Josh, um, so you're, you're... How old are you again? I always ask you this. 32. 32. Okay. All right. Good. Not as young as I was. Assuming. 35. Thank God. Um. Oh, no. I so just turned 32. You just turned 32. This month.
0: So how. I did not get a birthday wish from you, I don't think. Oh birthday? From me? Yeah. What, what do you mean from me? You didn't wish me a happy birthday, you I-
3: bitch. Oh. I thought no I did. Oh, did you? Yeah, uh, it was yeah. really weird and gross because I can't be a normal human being. Happy, <laughs> happy Moist
1: Expulsion Day? Yeah,
3: it was probably Happy Moist Expulsion Day or I'll, um I'll have to search. Or the now. Void is searching for you.
1: It's it, usually you, Happy Moist Expulsion Day. That, it's that's probably the, usual in the one. trivia group chat. You know I have problem. a
3: crush on you though if I'm like the void thirsts for your soul <laughs> and you have escaped another year. <laughs> Celebrate your continual existence with cake. That's usually how you can tell I have a crush on somebody, and now I have to go delete all those statuses <laughs> from other people's That's Facebook. That's super wordy, but yeah, it is. Um, so you, so you just, so you just turned thirty-two. Yep. How you, you've given me a little personal insight into like your old, your old less, um, chaste days with growing up, but you, you have grown up in Florida, in the wilds of Florida. <laughs> yeah. So how is? How is you, how did your kind of path start at like to where you are now?
1: Has he really grown up? I mean, <laughs> he got <a laughs> he's j- gotten older. He
3: got a I, job, <laughs> uh, right? I got a big boy job. <laughs> he got a um, job
0: that a kills me slowly head. from inside, um, <laughs> especially now. But uh, I would say, hmm. Like now I'm like really thinking about it
1: because this is normally me, but my drunk ass is like... Here's all
3: my dirt. But that's but that's the thing with you. You're always like, there's nothing embarrassing in my life except for these five other things. <laughs> yeah. Like you're always like, no, that's never happened except but for this me, fi- the seventh time.
1: <laughs> let me tell you about the fact that my first boyfriend was at the Twin Towers and then was at my house the night before. But I told him to call out so that way he didn't go to work and then he didn't die in the Twin Towers. And I'm like, the, the <laughs> you literally saved his life. I know, and I, f- I still feel fact, like that's the I'm, reason that uh, that we got together. The remaining three years of up and down, like, bullshit was
0: extra. Like, extreme circumstances. <laughs> well, oh, what I, was it that Sandra Bullock said in the movie Speed? Uh, relationships that start under, like, extreme circumstances or something never work out. I don't, I'm paraphrasing. I don't remember. Well, but, I mean, I should, we didn't but, start
1: under extreme circumstances, but I mean, I really feel like, I feel like, um, I know other people have said it, but I, I look back at my, uh, my friend Emily Cop and her her song, uh, and she says that people come into your life for uh, a reason, a season, or a lifetime. And I look at my first boyfriend and, and say that he came into my life for a reason, and that was to make sure that he lived through nine eleven. Oh yeah. Even though all the rest of it, like there was good points, but there was a lot of really bad points for Mm -hmm. both, and and a lot of them were on me as well because I was a not well adjusted young homosexual. I mean, are any of us? I mean, oh wait till
3: you get to my journey. Um, (laughs) uh, But Josh, so tell us
0: Um, secrets. uh, I grew up in Polk County mostly. Uh, Yeah, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was raised by. Wolves. Well, I was going to say wolves that were mutated by uh, meth rednecks. <laughs> I was raised by drag queens. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I kind of grew up in the middle of nowhere uh, in, in Polk County. And I kind of, like, I knew I was gay around, like, 10, right? I didn't know what gay was until about 12. And then as a teenager, I came out... Uh, around 17 at that particular time looking back at it honestly it was like oh you're gay too i like you <laughs> Cause, oh you're one of those uh, like... and it was always the straight boys too like i i always had crushes on the straight boys but um i would find myself like if i found another homosexual which was rare especially Yay! in poe county <laughs> i was like oh my god like you're like me can can we be a thing um so for example uh at 17 i i moved or i didn't move but I, I visited Deland uh to visit my grandmother and we went to a perkins one sunday and one of the servers was gay and i'm talking about like a blonde highlights. hello dolly hair parted well, from the, like, the sides you know oh was it frosted uh it was it was like highlighted heavily Ooh, yeah
1: it's going about me <laughs> yeah, heavily
0: and i was like i the type of person i was then i was so like shocked i was like oh my god a homosexual homosexual i looked homosexual i looked up the phone book for that that perkins oh no and then <laughs> cuz oh, he was no. cause he was checking me out oh and uh I couldn't remember his name, but I called the next day. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, um. So I was in the restaurant yesterday morning, and I left a hat. I'm trying to remember the server's name, and I was like, it's like this or like this. And and then the person oh. on the phone was like, oh, this person. I was like, yes, that person. Are oh. they there? And they're like, yeah, hold on. And I put him on the phone. I was like, hey, uh, so I. I came in yesterday with my grandmother for breakfast. I saw you checking me out. Like, do you want my number or something? And he's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "Oh, oh. okay." Um, <laughs> so, but looking and like at, in high school, like we like obviously we're towns away. Nothing ever happened. <clears throat> but um, in high school, you know the the guys that I managed to fool around with were all you know like confused country boys oh, or boy. or whatever. And after high school, when I started dating, I like, I've dated a twink. I've dated, like, um, I guess what would be considered a cub just without the hair. Yeah, yeah. There's hairless cubs. So, <laughs> Pat's, like, losing his shit. I right? was, because
1: my, my first boyfriend was all about, like,
0: dare all the hair off. And I uh. burnt
1: my nipples that
3: way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, even I, I mean, I didn't. Okay, so I did nair like twice. And if I, you I've ever
1: use nair, do not put it near your nipples. No,
0: because it it will burn them. So I didn't do my chest. Like my chest, I would trim, but I, I did part of uh, my shoulders when when I started getting hair there.
1: Oh, see, I, I to this day still don't have. I have some on the like um, above the kidney area. Oh, but I the, don't have the uh, I don't have the I don't have a, don't have a back a full back sweater yet, and at almost forty, I'm pretty sure I won't.
0: <laughs> L- uh, I watched a Backblade commercial. I watched a Backblade commercial the other day. And he had these three names for like back hairs, like your shoulder scarf. Oh, muscle mane. You had a muscle mane. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, right above your ass, it's called the tush bush. Oh, oh the tush bush. See, I call it my bunny tail. <laughs> the bunny tail. Um, so, push, push, and the tush bush. I just started kind of getting my body here around uh, like 20. And I was very kind of on the fence of it and, and I was leaner then so I could, was I guess more considered otter status uh-huh. but um I wasn't I like I didn't see a whole lot of representation or other guys who were gay and hairy so I like I kind of tried to get rid of that you know uh-huh. now I never ate the salads and I never watched the calories and all the other stuff and bleached my hair I mean yeah I never bleached my hair Um
1: So I never. There is nothing wrong with bleached hair (laughs) while you were going through an identity crisis (laughs) or a quarantine. Well, I mean, I (laughs)
0: shaved my head, so I mean, there's that. I guess. uh, According, I shaved
1: my beard off and have a have a porn cop mustache. mustache. Another
0: round of the porn cop mustache. Uh, According to the memes, you're you're either gonna bleach your hair or you're gonna shave it. So clearly, I made my choice.
1: You did. And I do love the fact that Aaron called me his cop daddy. So. <laughs> well,
0: yester- yesterday or when you first shaved, I was like, I want to put you in a cop suit so bad.
1: I know. And I love, <laughs> honestly, if you haven't gone to a comic shop, um, <laughs> I do love Aaron so much. Um, but it really did give me a little tingle in my nips uh, when he was like, you're my cop daddy. and I was like, oh, yes, oh, you straight man. <laughs> Straight-ish man. As long as the dick isn't in his mouth, he's not gay. Oh, okay. That's his his motto.
0: That's the rule. Hey. As cool. long as the
1: dick isn't inserted into him, in any orifice. I can't wait for you to edit this episode. I can't right. wait. <laughs> I <laughs> am going to send the link directly to Aaron and be uh, like, I, "I need you to listen around this point." <laughs> cannot
3: wait. Here's a direct clip. <laughs> so, so you, so you kind of, so you, you, you didn't shave your hair off, or you did.
0: Um so I I started to yeah like okay. I I trimmed my chest hair as it started to get a little longer and I I've tried beet I've tried Nair like some other chemical hair removals mm-hmm. all of them made me break out insanely bad so I, I stopped doing it um and and then as I got older um so I uh, at this time I lived in Deland so let me start there no, okay <laughs> I got out of Polk County I got out of Polk County and and I was in uh, land full time. Not that visit where I very stalked a, a oddly, server, like yeah, you know, as for a server's number. Uh-huh. Um, uh, that should have been one of my embarrassing stories in one of a previous. Oh yes, <laughs> yes it should have. But I'm glad it surfaced here. <laughs> so, um, my first ex boyfriend, I guess, was the first stocky, gay that I've kind of seen, and then my second was like twink status. But, uh-huh. um, I would say. The whole bear journey officially started possibly in two thousand and fifteen. Oh wow! Yeah, I uh I met my ex uh who on Scruff actually. So I I went from Grinder. You went from, oh, okay, so that's how you identify your, your like, change of. I think when Scruff came out, I trans, I I, I moved over to to Scruff, <laughs> and I was like. Now, I've always, even as a 12-year-old, I've always had a thing for body hair. Oh, boy. Like, you know, I mean, it's the symbol of masculinity, I guess. Um, So I've always been, like, anytime I found a Playboy magazine for my dad, I would look for the ads of men with chest oh. hair. Oh. I was like, this. This right here. Um, So when the app came out, you know, and, and I was around before all the apps, I mean, just like Pat was. But uh so Grinder was new to me, like when it came out, then Scruff came out, and I, I got on that and I was like, Oh yeah, th- these are much like this is better. I mean, not to say that This is what I want. You know, one type of gay is better than the other, but you know, this that's appeals what, to me more. That's what made it made it vibrate. Um and I met my ex, who was like this five foot eleven Italian, Greek, hairy as can be. Mm. You know, and then from that particular point, you know, because of him, I felt a lot more comfortable with my current body and the amount of hair that i I had, so I kind of started to embrace it around that time. Now, after um, our relationship had ended, um, I was kind of going through my own identity crisis. I mean, it, it took me like a year and a half to get over the relationship. Yeah. Um, but in that period was when I actually met Pat because um i had realized that you know i put all of my eggs in in his basket and yeah it did when <laughs> when that ended i realized i didn't have a lot else going on yeah you know and i uh
3: you had to you have to get to know yourself again without him
0: right yeah. exactly and and i with him he I actually owe a lot to him, and we're we're still friends. You know, we we are very important to each other, um, and we've made such impacts on each other's lives. With him, he honestly made me believe that I could do anything. I, you know, and I was much more than what I ever gave myself credit for. Gross. I know. So, with that, you know, he kind of instilled. The base of I guess self esteem and self worth
1: yeah
3: he helped you on your journey of self worth self worth and self esteem
0: right nice and um but I just I felt like I needed to find something new yeah. right and I Aww. started I started going out to Parliament house Aww. and, and I, prior to that you couldn't get me to go there willingly <laughs> I just you know there were rumors, and I was just like, "That doesn't seem like my thing," and and I judged it by a cover, and I but I went, you know, and I was completely, um, wrong for agreeing with the things that I've heard. It was nothing like that. I met Pat, who's now one of my closest friends. Yeah, and I mean, and clearly, I mean, you know, being friends with you, I mean, <laughs> I feel like. I'm so sorry. Your journey is your journey's kind of intersected. <laughs> yeah, cuz <'Cause
3: laughs> you I've seen you help you help with a lot of stuff at Bears in the city and do a lot of photography stuff
1: for him. Yeah. And you're well, I mean, he's taken over as the photographer for Parliament House once it reopens. Mm-hmm. I mean, before if it shut down once. Who knows? Who knows what it will <laughs> once,
0: <laughs> <laughs> twice, three <Coronavirus>. times. Iris. <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I would never have Thought to have given the photography position to anybody else. I mean, there was one other person that wanted it, but I mean, Josh was the first person that I thought to
0: give it to. Aww. Aww. Yeah, so- there was a little hesitancy with me there. Like, he, he <laughs> asked me, Do you want it? And I was like, Um. Harmonize! <laughs>
1: um- <laughs> <laughs> I just. Josh uh, knew the coronavirus was coming.
0: <laughs> I was like, you know what, I can accept now, it'll be fine, it won't last long. <laughs> the coronavirus will come, it'll shut everything down, I'll be out of a job, then you know, I don't know, something will happen. Um So yeah, I mean I guess that's kinda That's where you
3: that's where you've you've that's where you are you're at now. I uh, yeah, and
0: I and I it was right before I moved to Orlando officially. You know, and I think in 2015 I had talked about moving to Orlando because there's a lot more going on. And I used to go out to Orlando because there was theme parks and restaurants and you know gay clubs, which I used to go to clubs. I hated clubs, yeah, but I would go with the few friends that I had. Awesome. Um, so I would say like officially when I started, you know, visiting Orlando more and more, and I I started at the Parliament House, uh, met Pat and um, the other people I've met along the way. So. So though look at that. So um
3: maybe people in the audience have we re- have realized maybe we'll plan. We'll we'll see if we'll see if Pat gets it. Um
1: I'm drunk. I just been another <laughs>
3: cocktail He's and I'm pretty. Dad get it, he'll so. get he'll get it once he edits the episode and then he'll <laughs> probably text me a whole bunch of crying emojis and I'll just laugh. Um so um I like Pat. I didn't really I probably came out to myself my senior year of high school um the only gay people i was friends with uh one uh at the time was transgendered but we he he wasn't sure um until she kind of actually got on her journey um and the other one i think he's still alive he had a (laughs) he had a thing for weird daddies so i hope he didn't get abducted andy i know if you're out there and you happen to hear this i love you you're sweet um you are tall as all hell and i didn't and at the time i was shocked that gay people could get that tall because i thought there was a high height requirement um where did he live uh he lived in uh, uh shambly georgia atlanta oh, okay. so <laughs> um so i We're and gonna then i
1: have an all points bulletin put out for this guy <laughs> <laughs> i um, think
3: he's alive so i was so i was in marching band and in high school, which is something similar to how things are for me now, I was a part of the anime club. I was friends with the mathletes. Uh, I worked at PetSmart with the like super popular, super smart seniors. So I was literally—I was in the band. I was in drama class. I literally—I did drama. Had my fingers in every social circle in high school.
1: I don't love drama. It loves me.
3: Right. Um, And so throughout high school, I never, uh, like, to this day, I've never had a boyfriend, y'all. I have no idea how any of that bullshit works. And because uh, in high school, I had a huge support network um, of friends that I just, I kind of was never really, I never really felt alone. Um, At the time, my dad was just getting into the religious thing. So there was a lot of internalized shame Going on there, that was fun, um, and then I got does that th- slowed down at all? oh no, um no, like oh, I said
1: I okay. <laughs> know okay, you've talked about your dad being a preacher before, so yeah
3: he actually he well so he's he's a little bit, but let's put it this way when he found out I had a friend in class that was uh from Pakistan, he uh proceeded to call him the darkness um and he None also. <laughs> <Just singing that. laughs> um and then that's he B,
1: That's what BJ likes to say karaoke.
3: Um and then uh when I had a when I was like, Oh hey, my friend Jakob Van Satten in class he's like, Why do you say his full name? I'm like, because it's a really cool name. And he's like Jakob? Is he Jewish? And I'm like, Why did you say it like I think a Nazi would say it? <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, that was a fun fight. But he's less stringent about Is he? things.
1: Jewish.
3: Yeah, that there you go. <laughs> there you go like I'm like oh I'm about to get a beating. Um clearly just for knowing one. Um so at the time it was very much I was I went through a lot of identi- identity crisis once I got out of high school because I had I went to college in Tallahassee. I knew three people, three people I went to high school with went there. Um one sold weed out of our dorm room. Uh, I may have he may have lost ha- some of his stash and I mysteriously found it and sold it, so I was a drug dealer for a half a second uh, yeah so
1: um and then we don't can drug we don't can drug we, we don't don- we, don- <laughs> we don't we <condone> dr- <laughs> whatever keep drug going. sales
3: um so and then i that's where I got into the furry thing um <laughs> and then I ended
0: up making friends. <laughs> Was that like coming out <laughs> like all over? Like you come out gay, you come out like maybe cub or bear or whatever, and then you come out of <laughs> oh, it's like another boy, level of I, coming out. Uh,
3: so it's so so when I I went to a meetup at the arcade with the local furry group, and it was weird because I it everybody was so so different. Um, I was like, what if two black people? Um, there was an asexual person there. And I was like, what the heck? I was like, what is this? And then there was a trans person there. It was it was kind of what I needed when I got into college because I went to a historically black college. And let me tell you, I do not fit in well there. Um, I have one friend that I went to school with, went to college with. And he I think he ended up uh, switching to a different school. Um, and then... I only I had one friend at FSU. So I really only had like two or three college friends and then the rest of my friends were either like just graduated or like in the working class
1: which was the HBCU
3: uh a Florida A&M. Oh, okay, I got you. Florida That's A&M right. University. Um okay. Rattlers. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I never went to a football game. Oh god, is um, it a classic weekend? <laughs> <laughs> um
1: Spenders everywhere.
3: So, it was it was really, it was really weird because like my, my mom was like, oh, he's going to get back to his roots. And I'm like, no, I'm going to get even weirder now. Um, I Come on, Gail. I kind of came out to myself there. Um, and it was, I would say, honestly, I wouldn't do it any differently if I had to go back to that time when I was in college, because I mean, it was awkward as fuck, Um I would go out to the bar with a friend of mine who was frankly a hoe um and also claimed all of his previous conquests as his so let me tell you that friendship wasn't toxic at all um so it was just a very it was a very weird time and th- but I had I really made the best friends I could ever ask for in my life there um so much that like I've applied for a job there I'm not I'm not actually afraid of moving back there um but then when I moved down I didn't really discover what a bear was till, I think I was 19 or 20. I think I was 20. Um, And that was like, that was a subculture that I actually didn't think I didn't belong to because I didn't see anything in advertisements or like for anything that had black guys in it. So I didn't even think that I could be a bear. And so it was one of those things where I was like, oh, I'm really into this thing. I don't think I am welcome here, so I'm going to just hang out on the periphery. Um And then I actually came down for one of the bear busts. Um, I think it was the first one where they hosted it at the P, uh, Parliament House.
1: Oh, back at Parliament, yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually met a, co- I met a handful of people, and then I had some friends that were moving down here, and I would come down with them when they were apartment hunting. And that's where I got into the coffee group. And it's the weirdest. What made me kind of start this episode or think about this, the whole thing with Journeys, is there were two people in that coffee group that, actually there were three. That would, Journey cover band? <laughs> that would, um, they would, they were always defending me. They were always super sweet. They were always really nice. And then there was a whole collective that just like would actually ask them to tell them to disinvite me. Um, say their names. <laughs> say their names. However, I'm gonna tell them that I was talking shit about them on this episode to make them listen. Um. So, however, wait, who were the ones that were
1: that were defending you? Huh?
3: Say their names. Oh, okay. That was uh Mike, Lauren, and Richard. I was gonna say it had to be Mike and Lauren, of course. Um, they uh they I they were asked to disinvite me, and they said no. By who? Say their names. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That one, I don't have firm proof on, but there's a there's at least four suspects. I'll uh, say this. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Let's put the suspects out there. But I will say two of those suspects are now ride or die for me um, because once that- Is whole, one's
1: initials SM?
3: Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, once that whole group broke up, I began actually hanging out with some of the people a little bit more one-on-one time. Um. And it was the funniest thing because had I, it was, it brought me back to when I felt like I couldn't be involved with bear stuff because I didn't see any of me in that community. And I had, I was like, you know what, let me just have lunch with them. You know, I know they're bitches, but let me, I'm bored. Let's hang out. And it was the funniest thing because it was years later, I'm talking um to my friend Sean and... He was like are you still friends with everybody? It's like, yeah. He's like, huh? He's like, do you do you actively like not get along with anyone? And I was like, I don't think so. I mean, some people don't talk to me anymore, but you know, it's not out of malice or anything. And he's like, you're the only person I have ever met that is just so easy to talk to and it was like let me tell you it was like the first time i ever thought i had a skill um
1: this was after he tried to get you <laughs> out of the second I don't group. think
3: that was him um <laughs> mm-hmm. but it was one of those things where i realized that even though like i will dump on myself quite a lot often all the time um even right now um i one of the things uh that my journey's led me to is kind of this tenacity I have where I don't think I've ever been disappointed on giving people chances. No matter what the gossip is. Like, sometimes the gossip's true. Sometimes that person is a hoe. Sometimes that person is racist. But you know what?
0: Sometimes that person is trash.
3: Sometimes that person is trash. But you know what? Sometimes I'm trash, too. Um, Is
1: it Robert Michael McCroskey?
3: (laughs) But... You know, I just have
0: this... I
1: intentionally did that just for you, Josh. (laughs) Thank you. You
0: did it for the cast. I did it. Um, For
1: the world. (laughs)
0: You did it for the flame. But...
3: um, For for the world! (laughs) One of the things um, I will always forever remember, and I'll kind of leave the episode on this, is I remember living with uh, my friend Matt Stevens and the two guys he was trying to date. Um, Oh... (laughs) Charlie and Rodney. Charlie and Rodney. (laughs) Um, I had just kind of started it. I was working at um, Walgreens and Best Buy. And I was sitting in the living room playing Bayonetta. And some dude walked in and I'm like, I should know who this is. But I wasn't paying attention when Matt was talking. I can't remember who, who this person's name is. I'm like maybe I should introduce myself. I did not cuz I knew we had met before. But that person turned out to be Pat. The, <laughs> it was it was the first time I had and like it was the first time I had ever and we both were like what do I say to this <laughs> bitch? Like it was it was great because I'm sitting there like I was like, "Hey Pat." And he, I was I was like, "Hey." And he was like, "Hi." And I was like, where were you working then?
1: At that point, I think. Was it TJ Maxx? If it was one, I think it was, which would have been going to see Xanadu, which is, I think, one of the few times that I was like, wait, no. Was that in the Castleberry apartment? Yes, that was the Castleberry okay. apartment. Oh, shit. Where were we going? Because Castleberry wasn't Xanadu. That was, the, oh, that was the other apartment with them. Oh God! At that point, I would have had to been working at TJ Maxx. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that, at that point, it would have been TJ Maxx. I don't remember what we were going to do, but I re- do remember because it was right by um, the US Gate, US Gates. Yeah, whatever the skating rink is in Castleberry, yes. right over there.
3: <laughs> it was right, which was across the street from a Hooters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I remember where it was. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I remember. I remember having to go like like turn right off of uh Semeron by the uh by the US gate and the the Hooters and going back that way. I don't remember what we were going to do. I think I might have just been picking Matt up. Maybe it was for like it might have been during one of those gay days tidal wave before tidal wave was like the thing that it is now, uh, I don't think it
3: was because I, I I remember there wasn't like a big ev- of no. there wasn't a big event. I think I don't know if you guys were just going out to dinner, maybe, or if you guys were just like going going out to see a show or something. Because I remember he was he had not gotten ready. Yeah, and, and I was he, just sitting in the living and room, and you were just like, and you were like annoyed because he wasn't ready. Yeah, and <laughs> I think it was a show or a movie or something. Y'all were y'all had to go somewhere, and Charlie and Rodney were out of town. And so I'm sitting there, and then I remember it was like three or four years later. This was ye- this was years later. You were doing barioke at Stonewall, and I remember it was my first time kind of going out by myself. I hadn't really gone out by myself, but Charlie Rodney had moved, Matt had moved. I was uh living with I uh, was living with uh, two people that are kind of bitchy, um, and. I was like, I want to go out. I want to do something. I'm off tonight. What do I go do? And I went out to Stonewall for barioque. And it was so funny because they were like, oh, yeah, barioque. There's a lot of songs, blah, blah, blah. And I walk in and I was like, oh my God, Pat, hi. <laughs> I know someone. This is my friend, Pat. I know him.
1: And I was like, who are you?
3: <laughs> you were very much like, I was like, I'm Matt's roommate, the guy that, and you were like, oh, we were sitting in the living room not talking. And I was like, yes. <laughs> I couldn't remember your name. You're like, I, You were like, I couldn't remember yours either. And I was like, and there we have it, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> right there. So not only did we get to talk about our paths this episode, but we got to talk about where our paths intersected with
0: Pat. Right. <laughs> And do you remember, like how we you and I became friends, like or how we how do we even start talking? Because I just remember well, we Eric
1: Caban introduced us at a very very Christmas because you were wearing the yeah, um, Eric feed me and Tell me I'm pretty Bear shirt.
0: Yes, okay, I remember that. I'm trying, and to then I Eric don't is. remember
1: how we swapped numbers. It was probably because I was dating Brian and was like, oh, he's cute, and we weren't really we weren't open. At least I wasn't, and uh, <laughs> yeah. I um, and I was just like, I am gonna give this dude my phone number and like let's just whatever. And for probably about a year and a half after that, um, I'm pretty sure that all of our text messages started, started with, with, "Hey, it's hey, Pat." It's Pat. Because I wasn't sure if you would remember me, and honestly, for most people, that's like if I haven't talked to them in forever, I feel like people don't remember me once they leave me. I'm like the silence. I'm kind
0: of like that. Yeah, I get that.
1: That is my biggest like downfall. Is like I feel like I am the silence from Doctor Who. As soon as you turn away from me, you forget that
3: I exist. Oh no, I I will forever. (laughs) uh, After that moment in the living room, I was like. You were you were connected to one that my first place I lived in here in Orlando. You were connected to the only one of the only people that Matt actually kind of introduced me to that wasn't Karen <laughs> or Donna. Oh, <Aww>. um, <laughs> come on, Donna. Um, and then you were also, um, your karaoke with the karaoke I would always do. You were like. I was like Norm, and you were you were the Cheers bar. I was just like, you were like kind of my first
1: bar friend. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, it, it, it's funny because yeah, I I I always feel like people, especially,
0: I feel like that's how we were too. We started off as bar friends. We did. I just don't remember how we integrated into personal friends.
1: Um, I think it was after. Oh God, <laughs> let's sell secrets. Secret
0: time. Let's talk uh, about
1: the time when uh, you came and saw uh, Steven at one of the comedy shows, and you were running late,
0: Oh! and then
1: we all stuck around afterwards and got drunk, yeah. and I got most of you all to take your shirts off. I don't remember if I got you to take your shirt oh, off. Oh, my
0: shirt went off long ago. Oh. <laughs> I, have, I have pictures from that night. Uh, I do too. Because I, I ended up taking pictures. There was a picture. You took a picture. You took the I, pictures. Yes. I uh, think I sent
1: them to you all.
0: Yeah. It was uh, me, Jay, and. uh Jay. Or Brad. Brad. Locally.
1: Brad Locally. And Steve. And Steven. And uh, I but, was
0: in the middle of them, and I was like, where's my shirt? And then there was that one was in the because bear where I'm like
1: In the bear den, I got you and. Um, uh, Jeremy and Jeremy, his Jeremy boyfriend at the and time. Tyler. So I'll take your shirts and I think uh um, Sean Sean BJ Sean who won Mr. Bear Bus? Sean, Sean Boyd 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I Actually I have that picture on my phone yes. Oh boydy yeah, I got I I was like, "Take your shirts off. It'll be a much more fun picture if you guys take your shirts off." I love that was your always your
3: go-to thing. Like, <laughs> it's, it's your, always f- been It's <laughs> your first time at karaoke and your first time at
0: karaoke. You have to take
3: your shirt off. And I, I, I and I I love it like sometimes I would be like, "Yes." And
0: I then like, other times I'd be like, "Don't listen to him. He's a pervert." That particular time, I don't even know if it was that night probably, but uh or another night. Hard to tell. Uh it happens <laughs> so so often. But at some point, there was a time where my shirt got taken off for, like, a second, and someone took it from me and started playing keep away. I feel like it might have been that night.
1: Oh, I I don't remember that at that point. Well, here's (laughs) here's
0: one of the photos that you took.
1: Yes, because I was like, "Oh," and that, my shirt is nowhere to be found. That white balance is so horrible because <laughs> uh, I'm so pale. Oh my god, it was so a- bad. Let me see. Oh, um, come on, Brad Lokley. I love Brad locally, No, you are pale.
3: Stephen Guarino
1: is pale. fabulous as well. But honestly, like, I pff. that I was drunk.
0: <laughs> so very drunk. Oh wow. Oh my god, we were yeah. all
1: so drunk at that point in time. But I totally was just like, "Take your shirts off, boys. It'll make for much better pictures." And everyone's like, "Okay, all right." Because <laughs> <laughs> you're all thotty hoes, and I love it.
0: <laughs> I, I was not. At
1: you the time. were not, but you were trying to. You were trying to get all up on a dick, so it's fine.
0: <laughs> but and I mean, then
1: months later, I get a message from one of the boyfriends going, "Hey, have you seen my boyfriend?" <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, so much drama.
3: Woo! So, but I just wanted to do a little talk about our history, uh, not just for the people at home, but for Pat. <laughs> um, I thought this was going to be like a, oh, yeah, you'll have seven more days, <laughs> and now it's three. So, um, But just know we appreciate you and uh, all the opportunities you've given us with the podcast. Oh, and well
1: talking I mean, to shit about people behind their backs, but really in public. That's the most fun part about it, to right. be honest. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. the This whole time, and it's so weird, like we're nine years of Flame On, and I've only been involved for close to seven. Um, but as uh, Brian has pointed out before, I turned into the Mussolini of, mm-hmm. uh, of Flame On, and I made sure that the the trains ran on time, and uh, as we sit here at almost 8 p.m. on a Thursday night and I haven't <laughs> edited the last podcast that's supposed to go out tomorrow. Uh, on our 30-minute, uh, our 30-minute
3: that started at 5.30.
1: Ooh, we're an hour to happen to recording. <laughs> it's fine.
3: Oh, I can't uh, wait for you to edit
1: this, sucker. This will be good. I love it. Most of this is going to stay in. Honestly, if you've listened to most of our episodes, most of what we say stays in. There's very little that gets cut out, and when it does, it goes on a Patreon. I think I, mean, I have a couple of cut out the
0: whole, like, Phone book thing for my story. <laughs> nope. That's, no, 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 no. Uh, That's one of the we, best we parts could, of your story. We, could, we <laughs> could put the first half as like a Patreon because that
3: was <laughs> like, that was, at first I was like, you know what? Let's just talk about COVID 19. We'll just make that our 10 year anniversary episode. And then, then when you, you had to, to, you know, put feeling behind it, then I was no. like, oh, damn. No, like, this oh, has been a fantastic damn. episode.
1: I mean, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it's, we talk about now, this is what I call gay life and, We've this really this is gay life for us. This is, I yep. mean, honestly, um, I was waiting for you to really kind of get into like the fact that we're all uh, self isolating and the fact that we can't go out and get random dick. And I'm not the type oh. of person to like go out and get random dick, especially 12 years of living in, in the state. I look at Scruff and I look at Growler. Okay, Growler more so than anything else because I pay for Growler because I loved Coley and uh, and Frank. And by that, I mean, I still love Coley and Frank, but they don't own Growler anymore. So it's Uh, a little different story. Um, But I can't really give up $39 for premium versus $79. So I put away like 42 cents a week (laughs) and I get to pay for that every year. Um, But um, but with COVID-19 and us not being able to really kind of have any type of sexual interaction with people that are not within like a relationship area. I'm just like fuck my life. Right? I see a dude with like a nice chesticles and I'm like put it in me daddy. All they need, all they this. need is
3: sweatpants. If they got sweatpants, I'm at my window like, "Hey. Ugh. Hey, let me taste some thighs." <laughs> hey, which drives my roommate insane because he's like, "I'm gonna tell them." And I'm like, "And I'll be gone." <laughs> and they're gonna think you're a crazy pervert.
1: Uh I just I love it because like honestly at this point in time and especially being here in Orlando and now knowing I only have a couple of days left people are like oh we're going to have so much fun and I'm like I'm going to be gone before this <laughs> this uh restriction is lifted so peace gotta go see you later uh <laughs> but I mean it, it's it's been fantastic and I I I am just I'm grateful for the time that I have been um, given as a showrunner, as producer, and as um, the artistic director, in essence, for Flame On. And uh, Flamon, if you're nasty.
0: And, and Bear Triarch.
1: I'm the Bear Triarch. I'm really not the bear arc, There's going
0: to be a power vacuum when you're gone,
3: and I can't wait to see the bloodbath, <laughs> let me oh, tell you.
1: Bitch, you really think there's going to be a power vacuum? I'm still going to be running this shit from
3: Everybody, Chicago. Everybody's <laughs> just going to be too tired. To do this, this isn't, <laughs> isn't, like isn't going to
0: be uh, uh, my old kickball team No, this scenario. isn't
1: kickball torture. This is, here, I'm leaving you equipment. Y'all got to do this, and I will let you know when to get on the recording. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Josh will just come out after taking a nap, and I'll just be sitting in the living room oh, like, hey, what's me. up? It'll
1: it'll be me. Be me. I mean, seriously, you got,
3: I, you got a man back there, you ho?
1: <laughs> if I wasn't here, you totally would have just been sitting on the couch for like forty minutes. Oh <laughs> yeah, day. I would.
3: I have a thing about waking people up or interrupting people, so like I would totally after probably about forty minutes, I would start playing something on, <laughs> on like I'd be like. There's a switch here. I would have, or I start I'd start reading Rama One Half manga over there. Like <laughs> I oh, would that, find something to do. That's mine over there. Well, then I'd, I I would have been reading through it.
0: Yeah, I, I got some I got some comics.
1: You know or- what you could read through? Cave Ash, a lovely nonfiction <laughs>
0: story, <laughs> written by David J. Collins of Chicago. I do kind of want to read that, and I actually kind of want to want to read the one that you're reading now. You uh, t- do? I have I have because you said it was like a horror thing. Too, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's the first of three so horror,
1: uh, of a horror trilogy. That's right
0: up my a hole.
1: It really is. Honestly, I think you would enjoy it. And if I can get through 172 pages in like three hours, they got it as a
0: book on tape.
1: No, not uh, that one. I should talk to him about about me now narr- about me doing the audio. Block. Ooh, yes, right. Um, <laughs> but it is available as an ebook for three ninety nine on Amazon Kindle and Apple Apple Books. Yeah. I I books? To, not
0: to be confused with an e boy. Uh, I I book. No. I might have to do that on my new iPad.
1: You should. Um, but Gabe Ash and Summerdale. Gabe Bash is actually really cute as well. It's a nonfiction, but it's uh it's a solo story, but i uh <laughs> david and i are are starting to work together now that i'm heading up to chicago so I, uh, I i should preface that by saying um yes it does benefit me as well but if i did not believe in the product i would not be uh wanting to promote it as well
0: help him create a character in his uh sequel about me
1: well the, listen the four characters Boy. that are in the the four characters that are going to go through the three novels are already established Listen, I would have told him to. You can be on a victim on me too.
0: I could be, you know, a victim. Uh, of could be exactly, a dead I, body I, on the side of the road. Oh
1: my God, can we? Can we set could up be, like I a? I could be a
0: recent pageant winner, and then I'm murdered for my title.
1: Oh my God, could we do like <laughs> a drop um, <Trump>
0: dead gorgeous?
1: <laughs> oh, we should do like a a kind of a a donate, and the highest bidder gets to be a part of the novel.
0: Oh, go. Yeah. that'd be like good. That. Yeah, that'd be
1: great. I like that. Uh but yeah, so thank you boys for being a part of this. Thank you for doing ten episodes of uh now that's what I call gay life. I feel like there are more to be had within all this. It's gonna be a little bit before we all start recording. I got a book, don't worry. Yeah, no no no. I, I honestly um once we started this, it was kinda nice to have somebody who somebody else who really kind of took ownership of, hey, let's do these series of episodes. And it's been a great uh, experience. I this. have no
3: technical skills, but I am an idea man.
1: And that's fine. I've got all the tech here, and we're going to make it work. And we're going to continue on for all of our listeners out there. We've got uh, all of our Patreon subscribers and our listeners that are out there. So, hey.
0: Which I'm thinking about some stuff for, like, video content for Patreon.
1: Well, then they need to start subscribing at a higher level. Yeah. We don't have any video subscribers just yet, oh, but yeah. we'll uh, we'll figure that out. But honestly, I mean, maybe if we get some video stuff up, up, then we'll uh, we'll maybe lower some uh, some thresholds, or we'll make some stuff available to entice people to increase their Patreon subscriptions. I can
0: Cal- post some calendars calendar. on Instagram. <laughs>
3: A Jeremy Bearme calendar.
1: Oh, come on, Jeremy Bearme! I love it.
0: Emphasis on the bear. Jeremy oh, Bear bear me. Bear, me. bear me Calendar You're welcome
1: Bear <laughs> Oh, Well thank you gentlemen For being here This is our last recording In Orlando And uh Yeah Thank you all And we will see you guys On the flip side Deuces Later Bye